This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. I'm going to talk about a certain type of villain and I think it's handy to have it. Sometimes he's the main villain, but some, a lot of times he's not. And I'm referring to the punch clock villain. These are the kind of guys who just get involved with the villain for various and sundry reasons. They're not really evil. They don't, you know, whatever the villain is doing, they don't really care. They're just doing a job. You know, it might be for the money. It might be because my father worked for his father or something like that. There are really good examples to see in in things. Uh, Marvin, the paranoid android from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, he's not really a villain, but he's more like, oh, I'm just doing my job. I have to do this. Um, a really good example is Wreck-It Ralph, uh, Sour Bill, who who serves King Candy. Because, you know, he's he's totally depressed with his job. He, don't, he Whoever's on the throne, that's who he serves. He doesn't care. You know, so he's not doing these things. They're not doing these things for, with any kind of like enthusiasm, love, or even, I don't know, passion. They let the, uh, they let the, the, the big bad do that. So that opens up, that's opens up possibilities to play them and to see how they, how they deal with the, you know, how, how the scenario works out with the player characters. You know, they can go against them, but, you know, they may not, they may be able to turn the guy, you know, turn the guy. And uh, another good example, okay, another good example is Mirage from The Incredibles. She's working for the guy and she gets mad at him because he, the way he handled, the way he handles things, he's just getting fed up with him. So... She ends up helping the good guys. Nothing wrong with that. There are some punch clock villains do it out of honor. And it's, they did either, either it was, you know, this is what they do because his family does this and they have honor. Uh, or, you know, maybe the, the bad guy saved his life and he feels, 
honor bound to serve him or something like that. Um, I can't remember the name of the character, but the uh, samurai character in Lupin the Third. He is he is bound to help Lupin because Lupin saved his life or something like that. I don't remember. I don't really know the the uh, the, the backstory mythology, but that's basically why he helps him. Uh, so these guys have really good role play potential. I mean, you can you know, and you can drop you can drop little hints just by the way they they deal with the just by the way they deal with the villain. The, the, you know, the back and forth, the relationship, the way they deal with the player characters. And, you know, that's why I kind of want to give clues to the players where he says, lock them up. Okay, follow me. That's that kind of thing. He locks them up. All right. Um, there you go. I'll see you. And, you know, and the villain's doing his grandstanding, and the guy's just sitting there. <sighs> All right. You done? Or if they're, they're honor-bound, it's like they just sit there with a stern look on their face. You know, that kind of thing. So they could be unexpected helpers, you know, allies, things like that. So don't discount a character like that. I love playing those. They're a lot of fun. They could be the villain's Achilles heel. They could not. You never know. All right. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you for single donations. Go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give it to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. You don't know how much. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>